Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. I um, hit them highways this weekend. I went down to Blurcom. I was in uh, the, the Virginia area, the DMV area, and um, wow. <laughs> it was like people dressed up. There was a guy dressed up like Uncle Ruckus. There were a lot of green-faced people. I think uh, Michelle from Nubia was dressed as She-Hulk. There was uh, a lot of fairies, a lot of booty cheeks, um, p- people just in all manner of Wakanda. It was a lot of Wakanda. And, uh, you know, what? there was also a lot of joy and happiness and peace and food, good food and music. And it was just beautiful. It was just beautiful. Uh, it was crowded. I parked illegally and didn't get told. So I was really happy about that, you know, because I've been having some struggles out there in the streets. And I was like, oh, there's no parking anywhere. All of the garages were full. So I'm like, I'm just going to park here on the street where it says, do not park and pray that my car will be there. And it was there because I was like, how the hell would the cops try to tow people in this beautiful fest? And they didn't. They didn't. It was uh, amazing. I did a panel discussion with uh, Dr. Kevin Strait from the Smithsonian Museum, the African-American National African-American Museum of History. Um, He's the curator there. Amazing. Dr. Senyata Amin was on. I didn't know how much of a nerd she was there rating costumes like she was going through. Oh, look at that. She. I was like, Dr. Senyata, if you don't bring yourself on, she was there getting in the mix. This was her crowd. She was in her element. Um, And of course, Dr. Carr, who had just come from doing a memorial service with Dr. William Spriggs, Spriggs, who had uh, made transition uh, last month. He was on this show, too, uh, an economist, great, brilliant economist um, who died recently. He he had a memorial memorial ceremony. So he was dressed as a person... um, given a memorial ceremony and I was dressed as a talk show host. So it was lovely. But the most fun I had was afterwards talking with the young people. There were kids there, little children, uh, little Amani. She uh, whispered in my ear, allow me to reintroduce myself. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, you're seven. You're seven. So I looked at her mom. I said, she's not listening on Fridays, right? She was like, no, definitely not. Seven-year-old. Uh, I hope I'm saying her name. I, I hope it was Amani or Amari. Amari. Beautiful little girl. Um, dr- uh, she was not dressed as a little mermaid. She had a little unicorn uh, crown on. And um, Joe from Houston, who makes it to just about everything that we do, and it, it is comforting, and she's always in Nubia as well. She brought her grandkids, uh, Houston, Texas, brought her grandkids to BlurCon. They, they dragged their grandmama to the BlurCon, and they were all dressed, and they waited afterwards and I got to get a little hug from all of them they were so cute and at the Foolish's Friday Live Joe came and gave me a picture that her granddaughter had sketched in pencil and I was like this is like professional (laughs) and then I met a granddaughter her name is Halo what a beautiful name shout out to Halo and thank you again and then I met Mr. Damien and little Dante the the uh, youngest of the three uh just incredible let me tell you, um, Joe, if you're listening, Dante's probably going to be president of the United States or something. That kid is brilliant. And you know what I felt being in a room full of people who just were their own happy selves in a world where uh, there's so much division and discord and uh, just 
folk trying to just be evil for no reason that to spend a weekend where it's just nothing but a celebration of fantasy and living in other worlds, but that other world is here too, where you can find your corner. And that was, you know, amazing. I didn't think that this was my crowd in terms of like, you know, I don't identify with being a blur because I don't like the labels and things in the boxes, but it was absolutely my crowd. And I was like, because, you know, my whole thing is I just want people to be free, free to be free to enjoy, free to live your life. However you come into this world, whatever it is you want to explore and be, just do all of the things. Cause what's the point of breathing? What's the point of having a life if you aren't to live it and live it abundantly and live it in all of the different ways that you may imagine and spark your imagination. I even got some ideas driving. I was like, Ooh, first of all, I got to see the Pentagon and the Capitol and, and the Washington Monument, you know, driving back in y'all's horrible ass Washington <laughs> traffic. Um, but, uh, and the weather was weathering, um, on that note, please be safe. Um, mother nature will have the last word. So knowing that let's not play with her. Uh, she's raining down like a monsoon, you know, and, uh, places in New York are flooding. People are losing their lives actually. So it's even more serious than just, you know, having your car float away or people having to swim to their cars. If they went shopping and they park somewhere and they come back and the car is floating, uh, that is happening, you know, and it's happening quickly. And, um, 9 million people actually are under a flood warning in the New York Northeast, uh, area of Vermont, Massachusetts, Maine included. Um, and so, and it's life threatening. So I just wanted to say that, but, you know, as we are out here, um, you know, abusing the, the country, the world, uh, as we know it, um, you know, it's also a reminder that we don't have to sit in that discomfort. We don't have, we can, we can actually create the world that we want to live in. And it starts in our imagination, right? Because if you can see a thing in your mind, you can do a thing. You can be a thing. It starts in your mind. You have to be able to imagine things differently. And I think maybe that's my superpower. You know, I was, a, I was thinking about, and I didn't ask this question of the panelists because it's like a, a corny question, <laughs> you know, like if you were a superhero, what superhero would you be? And for me, I think my superpower is that I can imagine, I absolutely can see, feel, taste, smell in my mind and then manifest in reality because it has to start in your mind, in your spirit. You have to be able to, to dream it. You know, some of you vision board, but all of that is a manifestation that starts somewhere deep inside. I feel like a lot of us can't imagine, can't imagine having power or agency or even as a community. Cause when I imagine, I imagine all of us, I'm not just, it's just not a Karen Hunter imagination. It's not like when I do this, it's not ever a, in my imagination, in my imaginary world that becomes the real world, which I'm currently living in. There's a lot of people in it doing the same thing because who wants to be in this damn thing alone? Who wants to be walking through this <laughs> current iteration of, of life alone? You want to be around people where you can feel safe. Let your hair down, be yourself. Know that folk got your back, you know, just know that everybody in the room is like, okay, we got you. And I felt that, uh, on Saturday. So I just want to shout out, uh, all of the creators and everybody that was there. It was so wild. Like I hired a video team 
at the last minute. I went into the Nubia chat. I think it was Thursday or Friday. I was like, yo, does anybody have any, anybody in here? Can anybody in here shoot this, film this, take pictures, film it, video? And I got a couple of people like I'm coming, but you know, I can do it. It's not my, and then one of the brothers in there, Tony, Tony B said, uh, Mecca films. And I was like, okay, I don't know them. He sent me their email. The guy that was in charge was like, I'm out of the country, but I'm gonna send my team. I don't know these people at all. I didn't know where they were going to show up. They all showed up. All four of them. If they came with a crew showed up. I didn't even interact with them. I just got back some of the first images and I was like, Ooh, they are so good. But why did one of, one of the leads, the people there leading everything, it was a, just graduated from Howard was a student of Dr. Carr. Hey, Dr. Carr. I was like, and he was like, wait, you with care. I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're with me. <laughs> and it was just, so I just feel like there's something going on right now and I'm really happy to be a part of it so I just wanted to say that start there and shout out to all of the children that I didn't uh get to say hello to or remember your names because you know uh Miss Karen sometimes be forgetting but it ain't on purpose I see you I see you and I see us um once start off the show I was just on the phone with Demario Solomon Simmons because this this past weekend on Friday actually a Tulsa County District Court judge um Caroline Wall Caroline Wall dismissed a lawsuit brought on behalf of the last three survivors of the Tulsa, Oklahoma massacre, the the massacre, the decimation of black wall street, Greenwood, Tulsa to be exact. And, you know, I just interviewed mother Viola Fletcher and her baby brother, who's 102. I just interviewed uncle red. Right. And I, someone, someone said, you know, it was a great interview and I'm still like, I cannot, assess the the goodness or the greatness of the interview because I'm still overwhelmed with the the enormity of sitting in community with people who are 109 and 102 like I I can't express to you um how humbling it is to share airspace and to be at the feet of people who have survived not just black wall street not just the last pandemic a hundred years ago, not just world war one, world war two, not, just, you know, not just the civil rights movement and all that, that came leading up to it, all of the lynchings, uh, the, to, to, to live long enough to see Barack Obama and then Trump, do you know, like, I just think about what, what that must feel like. Right. And for many of us, you know, we sit in our little lives and they are little right. in in the grand scheme of things with all of these little opinions. And most of us have never lived through anything. They lived through everything. And they're still here. Uncle red still joking. And just, he's like, I'm not going nowhere until, and then to have a horrible ass piece of a human thing who got elected in a space of voter suppression and racism to sit there and dismiss, dismiss the claims of these people who are still alive, right? When you know damn well this happened to them. To say, you all the conversation about reparations, a lot of people, well, my people didn't, I wasn't here, we came through Ellis Island, nobody's living, they were here. 
They were here 102 years ago, 101, 102 years ago when this happened. They were here. Little Uncle Red was a baby. Mother Fletcher was seven. She remembers. She can tell you what happened. And to say what happened didn't happen because that's what this, this missile is. You're saying it didn't happen? It's a lot. It's a lot. So, you know, I was talking to DeMario. He, he said he was devastated. They're not going to quit. They're going to they're gonna appeal. But this chick, um, Caroline Wall, you don't get any respect to be a judge because you're, you're nothing but a, a half a piece of thing. You, you don't even get recognition of your title because I don't know what drives you. You're, you're, you're a liar. You're a liar. She ran for office. I'm going to tell you what she ran for office on a platform. She said, she said, she ran on the following platform. Keeping families safe is my top priority. What about, what about mother Fletcher's family? Uncle Red's family. What about all of the families in Tulsa, Oklahoma? They don't matter. Keeping family safe is my top priority. If elected, I will. Exercise justice through Judeo-Christian values. Judeo-Christian values. That, that's Jesus Christ? That's Jesus Christ. Jesus? That, that Jesus? That, that right there, you just told everybody you're a hypocrite. Because there's nothing Christian about this dismissal. She said she would uh, ensure people's rights to swift justice. Well, this took two years for you to do what you said you were going to do anyway, which was to dismiss it. So why wait two years unless you waited two years with the hopes that these people would die, that these human beings would die and you wouldn't have to even rule on it. Well, they're still here. And so you had to reveal yourself. This was not swift justice. This was not justice. And this is the final thing that she ran on. Protect the rights of victims. I'm just going to let that sit there. I'm going to go to a break. Um, but if you are uh, inclined to do so, and I'm even going to you know, say this, they are, they're having a press conference at 3.30. Justiceforgreenwood.org is where you can stream it. There's a press conference. Uh, the lead lawyer, Sarah uh, Safanelli, uh, representing the victim, she, she said, you know, black Americans, especially black Tulsans, carry the weight of intergenerational racial trauma day in and day out, a weight they cannot relinquish or cavalierly dismiss. The dismissal of this case is just one more example of how America, America's including Tulsa's legacy, is disproportionately and unjustly born in the black community. They're having a press conference at 3.30. JusticeFORGreenwood.org. JusticeFORGreenwood.org. I will say this. I, I want to have a conversation when we come back. Kevin Powell will be joining us. The number here is 866-801-8255. I am very clear that reparations is old. All descendants of <laughs> enslaved people everywhere, right? Everywhere. So French, the French owe it to Haiti. The Spanish owe it to the folk on the other side of that island and all throughout, including Puerto Rico and other places where you drop people. The Portuguese owe it to the Brazilian black folk there. Reparations are old. And in America, reparations are old. But here's what I'm not, I'm not going to beg you for reparations. I'm not going to beg you. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to the Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.